Hi, de you boys and girls out there in podcast land. Welcome to a bonus episode of our Making a Documentary series. Now, as you know, we're in the middle of documenting the making of a documentary. Hmm, sounds we did it. As you know, we're in the middle of a mini-series about the making of a documentary that my wife and I are producing. On the last episode, we had part two of my interview with documentary producer and Life is My Movie founder, Vincent Vittorio. On this bonus episode, I wanted to share with you some additional feedback we received. So I sent out our crowdfunding video to a number of our friends and colleagues in the industry. One of the people I got feedback from was Amina Moreau, creative director for the Emmy award-winning studio Still Motion. Here's Amina's feedback. She gave me permission to read it on the show. She writes... I think if I were to boil it down, it's that as an audience member, it feels like it's for somebody else. She's talking about my original crowdfunding video. She goes on. It feels like it's meant to console or inform those who have an invisible illness, rather than to make those on the outside feel like they can really make a difference. If this is only for people who suffer from invisible illness, then I think you're limiting your audience. But currently, it doesn't feel like it's really for anyone else. The biggest question I would ask is, why make this film? Tazrat answers this at 2 minutes and 50 seconds, because someone out there who is suffering could see this film and find hope that they are not alone. If that is truly the goal, then you've already done it. You have a 5-minute film that makes it clear that the viewer is not alone, and that there are resources that can help them. But if the film is about something more, the first thing I'd ask you is, what is it? So thank you, Amina, if you're listening for that feedback. Really, really appreciate it. And I think that's a great question. Patrick Moreau of Muse Storytelling actually had a very similar comment, that he felt like the video as it was didn't connect with him as a loved one of someone who has an invisible illness. He felt that it was unfocused. Amina's point is interesting, though. Is there more to this film than just making sure people don't feel alone? I got show regulars J.D. and Yolanda Cochran to give me their feedback on the film as well. Here's part of my conversation with them. Uh, the other comment that we've gotten, and it's funny, both of these comments came from uh, the Moreaus, Still Motion and Muse Storytelling, Patrick yeah. Moreau and Amina Moreau, who are both yeah. you know, highly acclaimed video producers in the corporate world. They both commented on the video that they felt like the story was unfocused. Any thoughts about that? The lead, the lead video. The main crowd, the main yeah. crowdfunding video. Yes. The top, the top clip. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I disagree. I totally disagree. I mean, I, I mean, the thing is, you guys provide four, and I felt like, uh, un, uh, I, I kind of liked all four because when I looked at them, I felt like it, it, it created a scope to what the project's going to be. Because you had <clears throat> you had Taj was the main one that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Then you had other people. Uh, you had, I, I'm just gonna I'm spitballing this, and I can't remember accurately. Right. <clears throat> but but I had the feeling of there's one clip where it has the old people on the, on the bench and the people walking in the park. Right, right, right. That was love yeah, Mary, love you know, and grief. One, one yeah. One kind of shifted. It, you know, so the points of emphasis shifted to like um, how uh, the people felt that were having you know they didn't want to be a burden or something like that that wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily in the top clip and then there's one about uh uh the woman who was the masseuse and she right. was talking about how we're all kind of animals and our, our natural bodies and listen to it. i mean it just seemed like this whole film was going to go into all these different areas that weren't necessarily hit in tajra's thing 
which, I mean, maybe, you know, the argument is, well, you should hit all those Intajra's main clip, if that's the one main clip you guys are going to have to promote it or whatever. But going to your page, I, I, I didn't want to, like, the one thing, I, I, the reason I preferred what you guys did was I didn't want to see the same clip four times, just cut in different ways. And I felt like you didn't do that. I felt like it was something different in each clip that where the focus and emphasis was, which left, when I left the page, I felt like, oh, okay, so this bigger film, the documentary mm-hmm. is going to cover all these areas. Exactly. Versus I'm looking at something where you get repetitive, you know, four clips that are pretty much the same all the way through. Mm-hmm. You know? But going to the, going to the comment about the main clip, I... Here's the thing. I disagree... And one of the, one of the things that I was saying yesterday when I was you know firing off some feedback and I felt like I was going too quickly, but I needed to was that I didn't have time to assess whether my feedback was colored or tainted a because I know you guys and b because I'm fam- I was already familiar with the project. I still don't know if that's the case. I haven't assessed it on that basis. Sure, sure. Um, but um. But just going from, you know, my take on it of originally watching it, I didn't find it unfocused at all. I did feel that the Ayurvedic therapist, I felt felt because of the three-minute running time, I felt like that, and and because there was a small amount of overlap with the main video, I felt that one got a little bit repetitive. And so that's Hmm. why I singled that one out. Right. No, that makes sense. Um, but other than that, I didn't think any of it was unfocused. Mm, good. good and I would say this, like, they might be looking at it, too, because I don't know, again, this whole Kickstarter thing, this is the first Kickstarter I've ever looked at, I think. <laughs> I've never been on Kickstarter. <laughs> okay. uh, so it's like, I don't know what the, the what's apropos for Kickstarter, which yeah. could be vastly different from other just internet movie yeah. sites or whatever. Um but I would say, like, to the, the was it the Moreau, what's her name? The Moreau. Moreau's, yeah. like, their comment. I could also see them looking at your page and saying, well, why do they have four clips? Why, aren't all, why isn't all this information included in a one five-minute clip? Which someone could argue it should be. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were, but I would say this. I would say, if that one, if, I would say this. If you, the, the other thing to, to take a look at might be, having creating a whole nother clip that is like all four of those clips combined and within like a five minute space so that you get this really concise show that you can send out maybe that it's not on your kickstarter campaign page but it's a promotional one that goes out other places because the thing is this what if i was just on a website and i you know youtube or wherever and i just saw that i only had you only have one shot to get all this information to me then you'd want one trailer that conveyed like all those ideas and that you know, it doesn't because you have four on your Kickstarter page. Yeah. And that might be what they're saying. Well, I mean, I like what you were saying about, uh, I mean, I I understand what you're saying about, like if they're looking at it collectively versus uh, like just the main clip itself. Uh Uh, Like for instance, I'm looking at Patrick's comment. Uh, You know, he says, uh, you know, Kickstarter projects succeed, and I'm sure you know this, by tapping into existing communities and gaining support there. So I consider speaking more directly to your target audience and enlisting them and helping to have this made. 
From a story strategy standpoint, I'd like to see a stronger hook, more focus on conflict, and getting into Tajra's journey sooner. Mm. Um, so I feel like he's reflecting on like the main, uh, the main video. Like the main video, we have like uh, a montage of excerpt interview excerpts from different people yeah um, right. yep. and then get so i don't know if he's referring to that but um, but here's a question i have for you is it yeah. only tasha's story no it's not it's like I mean, all those people but i thought it was gonna be all those people not just tasha like she's in it i'm not saying she's not but it, all those people seem interesting to me right in addition to tasha I, I didn't know if you were just yeah i mean i think if you hone too far into tasha uh without somehow then saying, I'm, you know, having a bigger, I know I'm not the only one, it's going to make it seem like this is a story about Tajra versus I think the entire point of what she's trying to say or do or communicate to the world is that there's a ton of people out here in the world who are walking through life like this. Exactly. If you focus it too far on her, again, it'll make it seem smaller potentially well just make people who are com your potential contributors and they might not feel like you know necessarily like one person or just a few people's problem is something that they need to get behind it almost sounds like it contradicts what they're saying because if i it would seem to me i could be totally off on this but it seemed like to me if i was in one of those communities or those groups mm -hmm. and i saw just one person that, that to me almost isn't as appealing as oh here's a project that's focusing on us all like, we all right. have these problems in this group. Yeah. And, and so it's like, here's something I want to support because it's, it's helping me and my friend, my community, versus just, here's a story about Tajra. Yeah. And that's how we, I mean, that's how we are thinking of it. And, you know, it made yeah. us, you know, think about your friend's reaction to just the podcast interview, like her right. feeling like, you know, this is exactly how I feel. And it's um cathartic to hear someone else having the exact same experiences and and you know that was the point of the opening montage to kind of show you know to hit on sound bites that are common feelings that people suffering with invisible illness feel um and to show the diversity in, in 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 race as well so we had rosa who's hispanic talking about how she feels dismissed by medical doctors that's a common thing right. yeah you know, Joshua, yeah. you know, the son of a person, you know, dealing with how his I relationship. The Joshua clip was great. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. It, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was perfect. Um, we have Brad, the husband. We have Kelly talking about, you know, she, you know, she's tired of talking about her back hurting because, you know. Right. The, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So all these different but things I'll, that I'll people. Say this, though, something, yeah. Something that you want to pay attention to, that I think maybe was a good comment with them. Like, I don't necessarily agree that it's not focused because mm -hmm. I get it. This is about invisible illness, but the one thing I would pay attention to about what they're saying, because if I recall correctly, this cat was the guy that was you were talking to. A, a, I think you replayed your podcast with him a couple weeks back, where he yeah. was talking about how he did, you know, his his uh, his Kickstarter campaigns, whatever, and how he garnered a lot of money and was very successful at it. No, that There's wasn't him. Patrick was the one no, from. Patrick was the one from last year who made the comment about when I was trying to come up with how to get that shot I wanted, and you know, yeah. for um, for uh, for okay. um, Mix America. Anyway, he's been on it a few yeah. times. He's been on a few times, yeah. Yeah. How, but has he been good at Kickstarter campaigns? He like been, who's no, the, so that's not the one that was real yeah. yeah, no, no, that's him. But that's a good that's a good okay. point and a good question. The person who you're talking about was Brett Culp. Yeah 
who's he's now yeah. on his fourth crowdfunding and um you know he's done well, kickstarter and, oh no i did i did I was trying to, yeah yeah because like to me it's like i would just say whoever it is if they've already done this before and they've been successful at it then keep an ear open to what they're saying maybe it's not so much that you're not focused but like if there's some hook or something well, for the community that. community that mm-hmm. will you know you know latch those people on so that you you you're not uh disregarding some valuable input or feedback that that can really help you guys get over the hump and get some money to support the project. And I was going to say devil's advocate to their comment is Mm. maybe potentially because I know Tajra and you, but um, as far as them saying, you know, a hook or whatever, drawing your audience in, um, there could be something to the point of, you know, making sure that there is that emotional thing or that thing that draws the person in or makes them want to care. And I thought Taj's section of the main clip, mm-hmm. the main video, I would say, was was most compelling. Like, because and maybe it's because you spend more time on her and mm-hmm. getting some more specifics of, you know, what happened to her and, like, why she wants to do the project. I mean, but that's, I think it's just natural out of, like, what, you know, what you're doing. Like, sure. I don't know. It's like, I mean, her section of it is most compelling. And so maybe that's, they're saying, oh, you should get to that sooner. But, I mean, it's, what is it? It's a five-minute clip? Yes, it's exactly five minutes. A five-minute uh, video? I, I mean, I don't know. Do you have the leeway to change it? Oh, yeah. I mean, we actually, I uploaded a new one just this morning that has, um, incorporates, you know, some feedback that we've gotten. So, uh, but I wouldn't, but me, for me personally, I wouldn't, like some of the, some of the things that I think they alluded to, like I wouldn't change the opening, like montage, for instance, because like all of those sound bites are, directly related to what people living with invisible illness deal with. Um, so that's why we specifically like chose those ones. And, um, and I just think, you know, people who are dealing with it, like that is what's going to connect with them. Like, Oh wow, that's how I feel. And here are all these people. And there's nothing from what we found. There's really nothing like this out there. Like most of the video related resources are YouTube vloggers who vlog about invisible illness um, right blog post there's nothing of a a, a quality feature length documentary that like addresses it and so i think one of the things that we're banking on is just that excitement level like wow here is like you know a quote-unquote real movie addressing this topic uh in a professional high production value way and um that's what we're hoping will generate excitement among yeah. the community Now, funny enough, based on Amina's and Patrick's feedback, I did recut a version of the video that interjected me into the crowdfunding video, sharing more of my experience as a loved one of someone dealing with invisible illness. And when I shared that version to a prominent blogger in the chronic illness community, she immediately told me that it did not connect with her as much. She loved the original version and said that if she had been faced with this recut version, she might not have continued watching. So, I don't know, I found that kind of interesting. It's a delicate balancing game trying to create one video that can strongly speak to two different audiences. 
Now, as I reported on the last episode, our new strategy is to create a short film series, with one of the films being devoted to loved ones. My hope is that by having separate films addressed to each audience, we can better connect with each of them individually. Naturally, we'll keep you in the loop as the story progresses. If you're interested in seeing the current version of our crowdfunding video, you can check it out at invisibleillnessfilm.com support. There will be links in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.